All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 258 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. Uh, joining, I'm Ken, your host, and joining me today is Mark, Marcus Almighty. Greetings. And Daniel, we's on the message board. How you guys doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing oh, good. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah. So as people can probably see, we're uh, missing our, you know, supreme leader. Julian Gill, <laughs> he's, he's, he's busy with other things. So today, uh, you know, we have no rules or anything, not bound by anything. So we're going to cut loose here and uh, do an episode of our liking. And uh, so today what we're going to do, and I don't know if it's any news. Do you know any new KISS news? Uh, anyone having KISS news? I didn't even look at, look up anything lately. To be honest, I haven't checked on any KISS news either. I mean, from what I understand, they're they're done their tour. They're preparing for the next leg. If, is that not correct? The U.S. leg, right. right. So that's what we're all waiting for that, too. So come come October or September, that is, I'll be going to a show. You're going to a show, right, Mark? I will be attempting to, yes. Attempting. Attempting. You have to. <laughs> You know, honestly, here's the thing. I mean, I I have a means of going, but I'll be honest with you. And again, I, I know this is going to give lots of ridicule from the KISS community when I say this, but I, I don't seem very anxious at all to go. I mean, ever since mm. the, you know, I've seen hundreds and dozens of clips online and seen the show. And I know it's different than being there and actually seeing it and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean... I think maybe as the date gets closer, I think I might get that I might get that anticipation feeling, and I'll I'll probably end up going. I, I know I probably will, but as of right now, how I feel, I, I if it, if it was tomorrow and I missed it, I probably wouldn't care. But I think though, if, if once it gets closer to the date, I think I'll I'll probably end up going anyways. You will regret it if you if you don't. You know, last chance. Yeah. Well, I mean, Again, I've seen them. Daniel you know. saw them just yeah, recently. Yeah. You enjoyed yeah, it, right, Daniel? Yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Uh, but I didn't watch. But I don't watch the YouTube clips. I go in fresh always. I try to well, stay away from those. That's, that's smart. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to go about it. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, Mark. I, I unlike Daniel, uh, I wasn't expecting, you know, much at, based on you know you always hear about the new show and all that kind of stuff. It's bigger and better than you know, yeah. but it is bigger and better. Um, they actually uh, made a nice, cohesive show, and it, with not a bunch of uh, long monologues in the middle of it either. Um, yeah. it, it 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 just boom, boom, boom keeps you know moving along, and uh, it's just a bunch of you know it's cherry cherries on the top of it, I guess, if you want to talk about the lasers and fire and and so on. Um, so yeah, I if I was you, I'd go. It just yeah. and it, you know it could be your last could be your last chance yeah, yeah. well i mean yeah. like i said i think as i get closer to it um the date i think that 
I will probably reconsider and end up going. I mean, I have a good, you know, possibility and a good in on going because of some people that I know that are tied to the venue and stuff like that, right? So um, it may be a, you know, I, I won't have much of a reason, let's just put it that way, to not go. So Well, well uh, it's not it's not just the concert. I mean, it's the atmosphere, the fans, everything around it. I would love to go and see them. I, I went to a festival. It's, it's not really the same. Going yeah. to a KISS show is uh, even better. But uh, yeah. I, I still thought it was really cool. Well, I agree with that part of it, because when I, I recently went to a concert... Uh, this one here. Yes, yes. the royal, yes. the royal, okay. the royal affair tour here. And, yeah, and it was, and it was really cool. Not just so much because of the show, and because I know the guys now, and yes, and stuff like that. It's mainly because I started meeting a lot of the people that listen to the podcast that I do, the yes one, mm. and it was, and hanging out with all those people was really cool before yeah. the show even started. Exactly. A lot of talking and hanging out, and before we knew it, already called. Carl Palmer is online, and we're like, oh, holy crap, we got to get on there and check it out. So, you know what I mean? It's, I think, under, I mean, I understand what you guys mean. Like, it's the the vibe, it's the energy being there, the people you talk with, it'll make it that much more exciting. And I think that's kind of what's missing right now for me is that, you know, there's not that excitement build up right now for it. So I think once I get closer to it and they start talking about it more in my area here, I think I'll, you know, be ready to go forth and check it out. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm always blown away by the uh, uh, the the people who watches this show, the people who watch this show when they come Good up day. to them and want to talk. Yeah, really? Yeah, because uh, I mean, <laughs> let, when I was to Trondheim, when I was uh, at the Trondheim concert, mm-hmm. a few guys there, we spoke for like an hour, uh, and they talked about you guys and. Well, they knew everything Everybody. we had talked about, uh, stuff wow. like that. And I, I'm an old guy, so th- this is kind of, I, I still think it's mind-blowing, the internet stuff that you can do this, and then yeah. real-life stuff happens. I mean, the millennials, uh, they are used to this, but to me it's still kind of mind-boggling that it works out that that way. I think it's yeah. Exactly. Oh, cool. Um, so before we start into our subject of this week, um, anybody get anything, I guess, new kiss wise or I, I haven't gotten nothing. Honestly, I've been sitting in here working on my record, so I've barely gotten out of this house mm-hmm. to be quite honest yeah. with you. So uh, how, well, how's it going for you? Is it going okay? The, the recording? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going in full steam ahead. I have my trusty bass guitar here, right? I've been doing the bass guitar tracks and I'm almost almost done, so I'm kind of ahead of schedule. So I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it continues that way. I'm so envious that you have the time to do that stuff. I mean, if I could <laughs> sit down for like a week and just play the guitar and record, it never happens in my life anymore. Today I built a porch, a porch, porch, you know, yeah. outside the house. Yeah, a porch, yeah, porch, yeah. porch. Uh, eight hours hard work. Oh, <laughs> wow! I'd rather be sitting around playing noodling sure. with a guitar, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, making a porch though was no nothing to sneeze at. I mean, if if I had the skills to make a porch, maybe I would make one. You know. Yeah, it's kind of fun, but uh, <laughs> uh, not as fun as playing the guitar, of course. Yeah. Well, I did get something in the mail. Okay, uh, what did you get? Here. Well, <laughs> it's not here. Posters. Um, uh, compilation album? 
Compilation? Uh, no, 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 actually. Uh, some, you know, vintage, I guess you could say, Kiss posters. Um, and I'm going to frame one of them. And so maybe I'll, I'll show it when I uh, get it framed. Um, this should be pretty cool. So now, we'll of course, just wait the, and save it. The hundred dollar question, Ken, is: Did you listen to the Kiss My Collectibles episode where they discussed about framing and how to properly do it oh. so you won't give so you won't give I gotta go back and watch. I mean, I did. Yeah, I did see it, um, <laughs> but I have to go back now and watch it to make sure I hey don't mess up my poster. So yeah. don't want to do that. And, All and right, Andrew, Andrew and Jason had quite the. Uh, uh, little segment on how to properly put yeah. your posters and and of course not to do it the way that uh, uh you know the other gentleman there nicholas i think it's nicholas what's his name nicholas buckland yeah yes yeah buckland uh, apparently he did a few no-nos that almost gave jason a heart attack so you don't want to do those ones so yes yes he's he was he paste him or do something to a back he just, he just some wa- water some water so, back i don't know he just some kind of backing that made jason's jaw drop to the ground so <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> yeah well, it's all right but, but we, for, we forgot to mention wasn't it today that julian had the the, the oh, watch oh. party for for the, yeah. um, the yeah. shade concert that's the news actually it's yeah and it's going to be on again in an hour actually okay. they're doing two of them so in an hour there's going to be another one running so of we, it. Make we have quick. to wrap this up then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up quick. <laughs> <laughs> we may do that anyway so yeah this the it's the viewing of the 19 was it 1990 hot in the shade yeah. Yeah. uh video unseen footage so uh if so it's unseen, I want to see it. Where do you, you have to go? go? It's uh, on Facebook. I believe it's yeah. Andrew. There's a Batty. link there. I believe yeah. there's a link in within the uh, board. Uh, okay. Uh, Julian put a sticky, so I think it's posted I'll have it in up there. And so running there's a couple places to yeah. to click and uh, get out there and view it. I, I, I believe it's Facebook. You're gonna have to have Facebook if you're gonna. Mm-hmm. Andrew, it. what's his surname? It's like spaghetti. Scambati. Scam- Scam- What's that? I'm sure he gets that all the time. <laughs> well, 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 it's that like Italian or what is it? It's yeah, it's Italian. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah. this week uh, we're going to talk about the Kiss Symphony, which Julian's also known as oh my, oh my. Kiss Symphony Alive Four. Yes. Yeah. What well, um, did they put that on? It should just be called Kiss Symphony. I I agree that it should have never uh, been called yeah. Alive Four. I never um, cared for that. They they should have skipped the that and made Alive Four something else, uh, maybe the Vegas thing or who knows what. But Tommy Thayer this, looks bad in that picture. I mean, ooh. And the picture's not. I good. had a, so, I had a hard time when he when he started uh, in Kiss to. It didn't look him. right. He, yeah, so, he didn't look right at the beginning of that. But the. Yeah. This came out in uh, July twenty second, two thousand three. Uh, there was a two disc version. If you're talking about the CD, there was a two disc version and a single disc version, which had obviously a different track listing. Um, it did do, you know, surprisingly, it did uh, get up to uh, eighteen on the Billboard charts, which is kind of surprising and it was go- it like was it like every other record that kiss released from the 90s and on? it was one then week it, then, yeah. it, then it drops real quick yeah. yeah 
then there's you know Canada it went gold. Um, oh. Mark, well, it's a so. double platinum release as far as video goes. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about the CD. Video, but... yeah, the video came out uh, a little bit later in September 10th, 2003, and that did go platinum, like you're saying. And all their videos, you know, they're a visual band. So I don't know why they don't release more videos because, man, every time they put videos out, they sell like gang, but you know, gangbusters. Because so. it would make sense. That's why they don't do it. It makes complete <laughs> perfect sense. So they're not going to do it. Exactly. So do you remember? Do you remember when they released the, the Kissologist series? And it yeah. was oh, yeah. huge. I mean, they yeah. sold That's, loads of that stuff. It's great that you brought that up because this morning I was on the RIAA site, which is the Recording Industry of America Association, and I was just going through looking for different bands and seeing their uh, gold and platinum count. And Kiss's uh, count on those videos Videos. are unbelievable. The the first one is five times platinum. The second one, I believe, was six. And if you can believe it, the last one, the, the newest like yeah. era is actually eight times platinum sold that this one it's the best selling yeah. one can you believe that yeah. i would have thought for sure the first one would have been the highest selling that's the case all of I, think, I, think, yeah. I, think it, I think people people gotta uh, got to know about the series after a while I, I believe if they would have released another installment in the series it would even sell it's more than that yeah yeah it's four, finished. It's in the, the monster in or the like, call it something else now since he's yeah. monster name. But um, you know, the, even if you took just going off track a little bit, but the earlier videos exposed those ones. Those sound those sold great too. So, like I said, all their videos have done pretty well. I don't know about Rock the Nation. It probably did well anyway. Yeah, I think it, it did, did. It did good too. It, it did so, double platinum at least. Yeah. So hey. Kiss, release some videos. <laughs> Come on. More videos, yeah. please. Uh, all right. So what are your... I mean, did you get it when it came out, you guys? Right when it came out? Uh, yeah, I actually got it pretty much right when it came out. Um, I remember there was a an ad in a magazine uh, at the time that I saw it and that they were releasing it. And uh, it must have already been out because usually magazines had a little bit of a you know, behind the times kind of thing where they were already oh, yeah. you know, a little bit behind the news. But uh, I went out and got it uh, and I put it on and I enjoyed it immensely for one reason and hated it for another reason. The what, the reason why I didn't like it is the same reason that uh, Julian doesn't like it is the editing in it is very haphazard. Like the video. It, it cuts so, yeah. like, yeah. like crazy on there. Like it's unbelievable. And I'll just tell you a quick story about that. Why, why, why it even went worse for me. There was a time shortly after when I bought that, this is years ago, obviously when this came out, um, I had an inner ear infection at one point. And what ended up happening when you have your inner ear infection, your equilibrium gets a little shot. Right. So I remember watching this video one time and because of my equilibrium, it really made me nauseous watching it to the point of where I refused to watch it for almost a year. Like, I was I was paranoid of yeah. like getting sick watching it this again. You know, make me sick. Yeah, yeah, we have to yeah. talk about the editing more later on because yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely. I, and the, go ahead. Uh, I didn't buy it. I did not buy that piece. Of, you know, no, no, no. The, the video or so tar- None of them. Okay. I, I refuse to buy the same rehashed stuff all over again. 
because what have we, we had greatest kiss in 97 we had you wanted the best you got the best in 96 uh unplugged in night i think it came out in 96 uh, so uh, and then of course we had psycho circus but it was kind of a mishmash of different tunes but uh by this point i was really tired of kiss mm. i felt they had nothing more to to give i mean and the nail in the coffin so to speak was ace leaving the band and they put that guy in his makeup I had a hard time. Yeah, I had a hard time accepting that guy in makeup. And I remember watching. Actually, uh, I don't remember which video they had like um, a single, but but it was on from time to time uh, on television here in Sweden. Hmm. And I was watching with a friend, and he he looked at me and, and said, "You know, Ace really really looks sharp. What's happened to him? <laughs> Even he who had had." He hadn't seen the band for years. He noticed that something was off. I mean, it was too good. So I didn't buy it. Uh, it's a nice effort. But uh, actually, I was surprised that they could make it. Because if you think of it, 2002, the year before, they were down in the dra- yeah. down the drain almost. Because what the, the, the Olympics, they played second yeah, fiddle right. some other band. And they played a private show in Jamaica, and nothing more. I think they didn't tour or anything. And you really didn't know. Yeah. Maybe they played Japan, or was that in two thousand and three? That, that, yeah, that was later on. Yeah, that but, was later. You, but you made a good point though, because the fact of the matter is, you're right. They were really in the down down period at that time. And this though, I have to give credit for one thing. It definitely put Kiss back in people's minds again because when you watch a video that has that many people in there in a huge stadium like that, mm-hmm. then people start scratching their head and going, "Okay, what's going on here now again?" Maybe they give them a second chance to start watching them again because you know they're not playing in a club or playing in some small hall or playing in a huge place. And it was smart that they went to Australia because, like in the '80s, that place was like a place of resurgence for them as far as you know people coming mm-hmm. out to see them. Okay. They had huge audiences yeah. there. Yeah, you know, yeah. so and just the, the the one other thing about this DVD that I really thought was fantastic and I'm always a huge fan of myself is that they had that whole making of situation on disc one here, which yes. is the whole the Kiss Symphony story. They talk about what happened before, how they met the composer and this and that and the conductor. And, you know, they showed the, the setup of the stadium, like all those things are things that pique my interest and make me want to go and buy it. It was just simply uh, just a concert video alone. I don't think I would have got it, to be honest with you. When I looked at the back and saw that they had that, I was like, I was in, you know, fully to get it because I like those things. A lot of the times I watch those things more than I watch the actual yeah. concerts itself. And of course, in keeping with my hate for a certain record, if you take a good <laughs> look at the track listing of this, let Most me just refresh your memory on Act 3, Detroit Rock City, King of the Nighttime World. Do you <laughs> love me? Great expectations, <laughs> shouted out loud, God of Thunder. That is almost the whole album almost. they play, and they do oh, yeah. Beth in Act 2. So mm-hmm. I have a reason not to listen to this at all, because I can't stand Destroyer. But I'll admit that I preferred hearing it in this way than you know, in, than in the uh, album version. Do you remember when they um, made the ads for the concert and started to 
uh, getting prepared for the concert. I didn't think they would be able to pull it off. <laughs> I mean, when they said that we're going to play a stadium in Australia, oh my, it's going to be empty. I mean, no yeah. one is going to be there. So I, I don't know how, but, uh, but I guess it has to do with them being kind of big in Australia and they yeah. only played that gig, I think. I, I yeah. don't think they play that much any, any other place. A couple yeah. of arena, I think it was arena, like or two days or something like that. But um, so I did get it. Of course. Uh, right, of course, <laughs> right. I'm a sucker. I got that. I got the double CD. I don't know where the double CD. I think I have it packed away. But uh, I did get that. And then when the video came out, uh, I definitely. Oh. Uh, the the vinyl of it. This is. The numbered vinyl. It's three, three LPs in this thing. I haven't seen the, that one. The trifold vinyl thing. It's like, oh, big. Ah. Yeah. So there's three discs of that. Uh, I don't think I even spun that one yet on that. Plus, I have another vinyl of it from Casteria has it too. So I have a that one that came out then, and then the Casteria one. Um, but uh, I do agree that at least on the dvd the packaging is fantastic mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it's a nice fold open has the little booklet i like how they did the little yeah the, di- the disc with the makeup like uh beethoven right mm-hmm. uh, i think yeah. with the the makeup of all four members um i think uh, i think it was it tommy thayer who did the des- design of this um, it might it might be well, I he, over, he was overseeing it i think yeah, yeah. Um, awesome. the only other thing i'd say about it is uh the their kiss was kind of late to the party for the um <laughs> symphony oh, wow. because That's you a know big Met- unusual, metallica yeah. did it about years before right oh yeah um, 99 i think yeah Nin- so yeah. kiss was a little late there um but having said that, you know, uh, it's it's not it's not bad. So let's talk about, I guess, uh, some of the videos or music that that you prefer. I know Mark said definitely. I think all of us agree. And if you've seen it, Daniel or not, I don't know. But um, that yeah, the documentary part, which is like 30 minutes at the beginning, is fantastic. Just like it's fantastic when they did the uh, the unplugged one, unplugged, and they had the little documentary. Yeah meeting again after so much time or then they were going to practice all that kind of stuff uh documentaries when they do that is is fantastic one thing i really enjoyed even though it wasn't a lot was the commentary on the kisology series mm. uh, oh yes they could have uh, talked a bit more but the few things they said was really interesting to watch you know the shows with, with paul and jean talking about it they could Re- release they could do that oh they that could do that almost make me buy you know <laughs> the videos almost if they did that it. yeah because that would be something kind of fresh yeah so great thing so i mean what are your for instance uh maybe i guess I mean, we know the DVD, the editing is, we already talked a little bit about that. Yeah. The editing is is not great. It's too fast switching. Not as bad as Rock the Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't said that, but it, it's still a little fast on the on the video. But 
there's what, more problem than than the fast the short yeah. keys. What worked? I mean, what what did not work, and what yeah. like that, and and what would you have done differently? I, maybe? I, I, one thing is that it doesn't feel live at times. You know, mm. uh, I think they use too many shots of audience members, and like oh, when they, Gene, yeah. when Gene is pointing somewhere, you have a reaction from the crowd, which <laughs> we understand is taken from somewhere else during the show. And that goes on all the time, all the time. And they can't really decide if this is supposed to be a really, you know, upper class concert with uh, a children's choir and stuff, or if they want to show uh, the girls' tits in the audience. I mean, they cross cut <laughs> between Gene playing around with a with a children children's choir, and then you show, see girls lifting their tops almost all the way off. They right. cut right. before yeah. they do it. So yeah. I agree. there yeah, yeah there is that little uh different differentiation between the what it's supposed to be um what I what I enjoyed actually on this to be honest with you is I liked the the, the way they split it up into acts how they did the first act no symphony I liked mm-hmm. the fact that they did the act two with just a smaller sort of ensemble and then where they did kind of more the ballady sort of material and then they did the full blown thing last for me personally, after watching it numerous times, I find that I tend to enjoy Act One the most because yeah. I like the, the sort of just kiss yeah. performance alone. And, I they agree. Play, and they played songs that I like. They played Deuce, they played Strutter, mm. and Deuce and Strutter. For I mean, we've talked about this a few times. Like when Peter when Peter Chris drums that those songs, there's something about it that brings you back to classic Kiss because he has a different feel on drums than yeah. the other guys do. And those two songs always come back to that original feel when he plays those songs. And then they do, you know, Let Me Go Rock and Roll, you know. And it was interesting at that time to see him do something like Lick It Up. You know, it was like, wow, yeah, I, I, you he know, did. he never he yeah. never did before, right, back at the time, right? And, you know, then he did Calling Dr. Love and they ended with Psycho Circus. So it was a good cross-section of songs. And songs I think Peter performed well on. And, you know, I didn't have really any um, issue with Tommy Thayer at the time, because at that time I was kind of like happy that they were continuing. So if it meant having Tommy Thayer in the band to continue, then so be it. But, you know, it did, I'll, I'll be honest, it did take me a little bit of getting used to as well. It wasn't like an instant arms open embrace kind of thing, right? But, you know, he didn't play badly. I thought that he played very well, you know, very, uh, very unace. He was spot on. He played everything perfectly. Yeah. You know, he he did everything. Mm-hmm. Even the Bruce Kulik solo. Uh, the Forever yeah. solo was. Kind of he did it. Right. Good. Yeah, exactly. he did it. Well, I, I just have to say, I was surprised that Peter Chris could keep it together as good as he did. I mean, this is one of his better performances. Uh, if you uh, if you take into account the reunion era, uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel it's almost like he played better than he did during the reunion tour, uh, and I, I especially enjoy the way he played Psycho Circus because he didn't play on that one either, you know, on the no. record. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, but he did a real good job there, yeah. and and that's one of the highlights for me having a good live version of Psycho Circus. I know there was another one on some sort of EP or or something like that, but but uh, this is a good version and it, a good live performance of the song with all the rockets shooting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to say one 
good thing about the the record and the DVD is actually Peter's drumming. I have to say, uh, that's was one of the things that stood out to me. Yeah, I mean, I think he was definitely more focused because of the yeah, and, and you know, he looks so the situation happy. at hand. You know, he look he looks so happy and he smiles. And he was happy. It's almost, he was, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, like oh, just... I'm going, I, he thinks I'm going to play in this band for a long time now. Uh, yeah, he wasn't in there much longer after this. And, the next one, yeah. yeah, so he was he was surprisingly focused. Um, yeah, I was I was surprised. Uh, I mean, I was looking at some of the these videos uh, actually earlier today, and there's the where they do the ensemble part. It's kind of cool. Um, the the problem is I think there's a couple of songs there that just did not work. Um, the the ones I didn't thought didn't work very well were sure know something and shandy. I I just didn't like the the backing orchestration for those two songs. It just didn't sound right to me or didn't work. Uh, now going blind was pretty darn good. Uh, still uh, to me it's not as good as the unplugged version. Unplugged is still better. I mean, uh, but it's close. All, and I was but the really other surprising one. One second, <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The other thing is the great expectations in the uh, early other disc or the the act that was eight act the three. Sympathy, yeah. Uh, that actually worked surprisingly uh, to me. It, it worked pretty good. You know, better than the album you know on on destroyer itself i think it, it which i'm sure you know mark uh, that ain't hard with. to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i mean what's what songs stood out for you guys on this well to me uh, you said it that uh um i don't know maybe it was mark that said it because i think when you watch this show or listen to the record it's kind of a cool thing, a one-off thing, cool. But when you want to listen to the songs, if I want to listen to uh, any of these thong- songs, there are better versions of every single song. Well, maybe not Great Expectations, but every other song. There is a better version uh, on uh, a live album or studio album. And it's the same thing with Metallica's album. It was kind of a cool thing, a one-off thing. But I never go back and listen to that record, uh, and I don't think many people do. Uh, I actually listened to Saint Anger, the re-record of Saint Anger, when I was oh. out ride, riding my bike. It sounded great. I I, I never could ca- I, I hated that album because of the drum sound. But there's a re-record. I'm not even sure if it's James who's singing, but it's a great record to listen to if you want to work out. The bad thing is when you work out and go to uh, you, you go and look at Runkeeper, you see that Lonnie has run like 200 kilometers. He seems like a <laughs> runner, that guy, and yeah. fast. Oh, yeah. So you go, you go and Runkeeper, ah, I did, I had a great worker. And then you see, well, Lonnie, he did much more than me. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for me, I, I, I think as far as songs that stick out for me, like I said, I think that the first couple of songs on the first act definitely are standout pieces for sure. Um, the one song that really I liked that they did with the, with the full symphony was Black Diamond. I think that because they left everything, all the bombast on that, 
like at the end, all the, there was a double the fireworks and double this and that because it's you know the ending of the set, right? So they of course leave a lot of that stuff for that moment. And Black Diamond has always been one of my favorite songs that Kiss has ever done. So of course, yeah. you know they can't go wrong with playing that, of course. But I mean, I think that Daniel's right about the whole um, comment about that this is not exactly something that one goes back to often. I mean, for, for me personally. I think this is maybe a once or twice a year view, if that, for me. I mean, there's I listen to like a live one, or I listen to Asylum, or I listen to Rock and Roll over the, easily dozens of times more than I would listen to this. And it's not because I, I think that it's like terrible or anything. No. It's just because it's just not a standout moment in my history with Kiss for me. You know, Asylum is a record that that, that is my favorite non-makeup Kiss record. You know, mm-hmm. so that for me is something I'll always listen to. Rock and Rollover is my favorite Kiss album, period. So I'll always listen to that. I'll bring that in the car with me on CD or listen to it down in the man cave on my stereo system with vinyl, you know, or even Alive. You know, I'll pull yeah. on my favorite pressing of Alive, you know, and listen to that, you know, because it's such a monumental moment. It was one of the earliest records I got that my sister got me for Christmas. So those were moments that I always go back to and have strong connection to. So I listened to that. This was just something that I just bought, you know, being a Kiss fan, and I listen to it every once in a while, but that's about the only connection I have to it. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, the one, what you said earlier about Black Diamond, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, orchestration in Black Diamond is very similar almost to the uh, orchestration, you know, the instrumental version that was on Kiss My Ass. Uh, oh yeah yeah it was it was, it reminded me of that it's like kiss yeah. playing along to that uh kind of thing i thought oh, okay that's what uh, so i thought that was really cool on okay. that's probably my favorite thing on kiss my ass actually that's uh, kind of cool is the the black diamond instrumental uh, by was it yoshiki or yeah yeah the Japanese that, guy. Yeah, yeah yeah so that's very cool um so what else did we know kiss followed the trend um I mean, do we have anything else to say about this? How they would maybe change this thing? Well, there are, there are a few more good things on, on the album. I'd say the crowd is really into it. It seems like the crowd mm. is fantastic not, at this not show. pre-recorded? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, yeah. So it, it's kind of a throwback to times when the audiences actually listened and didn't film the concerts that mm-hmm. much. I think I think they seem to really enjoy the show. So uh, I think that's a, a big thing with with this album. It feels like um, it's a it's a good concert. Uh, what I didn't like, I had a hard time seeing the demon. Yeah. Imagine seventies Jean, the real demon. Oh yeah. Play, fooling around with a b- b- choir, a children's choir, Ooh. <laughs> and then sitting on a stool, playing. Uh, for to me, the sort of yeah. unplugged, the second uh, set there, the second um, part of act. Of, of yeah. act, yeah, the second act. Uh, it didn't work in makeup for me. I much more prefer the unplugged versions. Mm. I, I can't stand seeing the demon gene sitting on a stool and play. I mean, it doesn't work. <laughs> the demon doesn't sit down? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. 
it, you know, it, it's interesting though that you brought up a good fact again there, Daniel, about how the audience was really into it. One of the things that I found interesting on the documentary end of it is that they were uh, talking to people from the, you know, the crowd beforehand and asking what they were looking forward to. And there were people that going crazy, like, oh, I can't wait to see. We waited so long to see Kiss. Oh, yeah. And there was that one guy there who brought up something that initially was always looked at as a joke, but I think now in retrospect, he, he was onto something. There was a guy on there who was saying, I hope they play the elder or they play just a boy. I'll, I'll be very upset if they don't play anything. And we were always laughing when he said stuff like that, but you know what? This might've actually been a good time for them to have done it because they had an orchestra. They could have did like fanfare into just a boy. They could have done some of the elder stuff at that time because they had the orchestra to do it then. Right. Could you imagine that they would have actually thought about it and said, you know what? Maybe we should do a couple of them. Now we have the orchestra for it. We can make it sound authentic. And that guy would have probably had a stroke in his chair, <laughs> died and went to heaven. So uh, yeah, I think yeah. that, you know, yeah. I think that it's a missed opportunity. You know, I, I could just hear it now. I mean, just thinking about some of the music on the other, the orchestration that, you know, Bob Ezrin did, mm-hmm. um, came up with. And shoot, if they would have done that and did that in a couple of songs, like, I mean, only you or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, in the world without heroes, even. Um, yeah. That, that would have worked. That yeah. would have definitely worked. I, I'm surprised they didn't think of it at the time. You know, they were too focused on the, your favorite album, Destroyer. So. Yeah, but they were also so. They, but they were also looking at that album at that point as such a plague to them that you know, if anybody would I even, guess. if somebody would would have even like suggested like a credible person. They probably would have gave them the glance of death and said, no way, we're not doing it, you know. But I think they could have did it. I mean, people have embraced that record over time, and it wouldn't have been such a sore thing to do, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. Definitely agree on that. All right, well, for this uh, album or symphony, do we got any more on it, or do we want to move on to... Something quick, uh, a board topic or something, or anything sure. else. Sure. I mean, I think we pretty much exhausted this. I mean, yeah, there's <laughs> only so much we can talk about. The uh, I just have to say, I think this was one of the last uh, tours or last shows where Gene actually looked really great in the costume. I mean, the he makeup, looked fit. The yeah, makeup, the makeup was better too, fit. even. Yeah, so it's one of his last shows where he looked like the demon to me uh and i, I like the outfits as, as well the the early stuff early the outfits yeah yeah, yeah the rep or the, you know, the replicas rep, yeah. Yeah. exactly the annual celebration of rock returns to nashville Rockin' Pod is back and bigger than ever in 2019. This convention brings together the best rock stars, music podcasters, vinyl and memorabilia vendors, cosplayers, and rock fans from all corners of the globe. Special guests include Michael Sweet of Striper, David Ellison of Megadeth, Brian Forsyth of Kicks. Jason Beeler of Saigon Kick, Gary Vaughn of Danzig, and members of Exodus, Roxy Blue, Every Mother's Nightmare, Tora Tora, and more. Music podcasts from all over North America will be recording on site all weekend. 
special pre-party featuring the Rock and Roll Residency, 8-Ball, and Lipstick Generation on Friday night. Rockin' Pod Expo on Saturday. Join us at the Nashville Airport Marriott, August 9th and 10th for Rockin' Pod. Tickets and VIP packages available now at rockinpod.com. Um, all right. Well, I mean, out on the board, what do we got out there? Um, we know the wash party's coming up here soon. Um, what else do we have? I, I think there was something about, uh, oh, this, this one about the image of Peter Chris on album covers. <laughs> it was a question that he said, which album cover do you prefer? the image of peter chris so in other words this this person said that for for him peter on hotter than hell is real cool but I, but i really like his makeup on the first album so which is surprising he <laughs> likes the the makeup on the no. first album even though oh, yeah it's like the worst that's the makeup where most people just kind of discard but he does like the actual photo of him on i guess the you know cover of uh hotter than hell uh, i don't know i mean i would not go with that first album makeup you know ever again i mean it wasn't his design basically no. they the guy came in and did his makeup and mm-hmm. added whatever to it it actually made him look more more like a clown i think <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean seriously i that's it i wasn't trying to that funny, but I mean, <laughs> it, it did make him look more like a clown than yeah. than the cat. Than the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's the best image of Peter? I don't like. I tell you, I don't like the picture of Peter on. I, I've said this before. Dynasty, where oh. his his one eye is up a little higher, or the eyebrow, so it's making the mm. the makeup uneven on one side. Uh, the green. Uh, bothers me, but I I don't know. I mean, all the I mean, other... uh, a lot of a lot of the the albums are paintings, so we don't have that many to choose from. I mean, yeah. destroyer. Maybe the best one is Love Gun. Is uh, Love uh, Gun, where he's a big muscular guy. You know? Yeah. Well, the interesting thing though, when we're talking about this, like for example, I'm and I'm sure I heard about this or read this somewhere that somebody mentioned that the pictures with in Dynasty look so awkward because they were composites of other photos put together to make a photo because it's almost like they were saying like Gene didn't like his eyes in this one photo, but he liked them in this one, or he didn't like his mouth in this one. So they made a composite of different things to make it, which is probably explained why Peter's eye is like, yeah, you know, that's all shot. That possible. sounds like Paul. That sounds like Paul would say yeah. something like that. But for, as for it's me, with my, yeah. as for me, with my favorite image of Peter, it, it's always been this image because for me when i was young i always thought this was the coolest looking album cover was dressed to kill yeah i, I love them, loved them in their suits i thought peter oh, yeah. peter actually looked like his suit actually like fit him you know what i mean it looks like it's his actual suit gene looked ridiculous he was <laughs> the, the only one he's the only one who wasn't in the right the color they were all in black and he's in like gray and stuff you know, yeah. and he's wearing these stupid clogs. Like it's like, come on, man! Like he looked ridiculous in yeah. it. But I think that Peter looked really, really cool in that shot. I thought Pe- that the band overall looked good in that. Oh. Peter and Ace looks awesome in that shot. But Paul, isn't he trying to be a bit taller than he <laughs> actually is, standing on his toes? Trying to trying... get up. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
classic. It is but, platforms. Uh, yeah, yeah, but 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 Peter, that's an awesome picture of Peter Chris. He, he seems very comfortable in in the setting while Paul standing on his toes and Gene. I don't know what he's trying to do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like Ace's pose as well on the, on that. Ace uh, looks cover. laid back, yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's Ace. Yeah, okay, well, so. I I have a topic to bring up with you guys yeah. if you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, and, and this is off the board too, and it, and it made me kind of wonder when I read this. The the topic is just simply says, and it's done by uh, TMC T McFadden, I think would be his proper name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put up a a comment about Ace. Please no. It says, please tell me that Ace isn't playing yeah, a damn absolutely. car lot. Now, when I read this, oh, it says that yes. he's playing some show at a car, like a like a car dealership in the park yeah. in a parking lot. Now. I I read his comment about it and I kind of understand what they're saying that it doesn't look very cool for somebody who's trying to keep an image of being like a you know a popular musician to play at a car parking lot. That's something that you know you you hear of like some one hit wonder guy 20 years ago who was big you know like Menudo or something. They're playing at some car dealership you know and yeah. it's only one original member left in Menudo and they're yeah. playing there you know. You know so but I understand that that opinion of it and for me as well i kind of wonder why he is doing that because to me it doesn't seem like any kind of a high profile thing it's not like he's doing it for like lamborghini or for porsche or something you know it's it just seems like he's playing at some dealership and you know people people are speculating you know maybe he's gonna get a free car out of it or something you know but you know yeah, but I mean, to me, image is everything, and perception is everything. When you're yeah. a younger kid or something, and you see Ace Freely, and you think he's cool, and you hear he's playing at you know this dealership down the road, <laughs> what is what is your opinion now? All of a sudden, of him, you, you start thinking like, oh no, what's going on with Ace now? He can't get gigs at a club or something. Like, what do you guys think? Well, I saw he had a much more interesting gig uh, coming up. I don't know if you saw that he was going to play with the Kings of Chaos. I think so. That can be pretty cool. Maybe he, the Kings of Chaos. It's like Sebastian Bach and uh, oh, Gil yeah. Clark and a few other. I don't know. That's cool. Ha- has beens, but but <laughs> Sebastian Bach still got it. Uh, yeah. He still can be a cool frontman, and he loves Kiss. And you guys, oh, yeah. you're into vinyl. Uh, he's one of the biggest vinyl fans. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's around, and he gets. All, all these free records from fans and, and stuff. So, uh, uh, he, 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 yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one. The, the Carlot thing, uh, we'll have to wait and see what that is. Yeah, but, I mean. But, 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 but what do you think of that? Do you think that it's a good idea for him to do it or? No, I don't think it's a good idea, but, but I think it's a quick buck. I think it's yeah. a quick buck. And he's always, you know, he always says, well, I'm kind of lazy and da da da. If he can play a Carlot, maybe he, I'm, I'm not sure if he's even going to play a whole set. Maybe he plays four or five songs and uh, gets gets a car yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. trucks. And, uh, I think um, he's that's over that. He's not, you know, kind of a thinking guy. I, I think. I'm a, I, I think he goes. He's like the, you know, he's like more the okay, rock and roller. Cool. He's always been. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think he 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 dwells. <laughs> A lot about those things. I mean, you see, uh, maybe a car and a, uh, and a few dollars, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it doesn't look that good. I mean, imagine if, like, Kiss was going to play a, a, a... I mean, that would look like, oh, man, 
they've fallen far, you know, down um, to do something like that. Um, it's just the way it is, I guess. I mean, Ace Frehley on his own is not going to do the same kind of thing that Kiss can do, which is a, a full arena or whatever. Um, having just doing it as far as publicity, I don't know if it's a yeah such a good thing. Again, yeah, it's probably it's got to be a money thing. Uh, I know Ace sold right. He wasn't he selling his house or sold his house, uh, one of his houses in Southern California. He said he was gonna, he wanted to move closer to L.A. I guess um, for I don't know the reasons. Who knows? Maybe maybe he's doing fine financially. I we don't know. Um, but but uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, he, yeah, he may be getting a free car. Uh, something or, or uh, a good interest rate on yeah, the loan. Yeah, yeah. Kiss is the other way around. They try try to present everything as a success. You know, Gene has some classics when he's talking about like a Kiss coffin. Oh well, it's a success. Uh, it's been sold to a lot of sports bars, and I don't think he sold more than ten of those. Maybe fifty. I don't know how many they made of those things. Well, Probably not too many. No. But uh, if you read if you read Kiss and Sell, that's um, one of the bigger points in that book that you need to present everything as a success, and that what was what Gene learned early on, and he's been doing that ever since. Perception. Yeah. 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 Okay. Any more? I say. Well, I have. There's another one out there uh-huh. about uh, listen or skip on Animalize. Oh my. Mm. That one. So. Um, <laughs> what what songs do you will you listen to on Animalize with that, and what songs do you think you know you'd skip on there if you played that album or CD? Well, so if we know if we know the songs here, for instance, the songs are uh, you know I've had enough. I've had enough. Hands on fire, burn, rich burn. Lonely as hunter, yeah. thrills in the night. Get all you can take. Get, get all you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, city sleeps and murder. I, I guess the uh, question: What what would you skip? I don't, obviously. Salmon songs I would skip. <laughs> all of them. Maybe I I I could listen to Burn Bitch Burn because it's kind of a fun song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I enjoy every Paul song on that album. I think that album could have been so great if Gene just had done something uh, right, but. I think almost yeah. every Gene song is a catastrophe. That's <laughs> probably his worst album in my mind. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think he he had some good songs on Lick It Up, but I don't know. Uh, it was he was doing that film with Tom Selleck, Runaway, and he was off in uh, Hollywood, you know. But the yeah. Paul Stanley songs are great, and the the one two punch in the beginning of that album is one of the best in my mind. I mean, I've had enough, and I think Heavens of Fire is the mm-hmm. second one. I played that to death when I was a kid on my tape recorder. I played the two first song, then rewinded, played the two first song. Oh, really? Rewinded, <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Mark, what do you think? What do you think about this? Well, okay. Well, let's put it this way. Um, you know, I had enough into the fire. I would always listen to. It's a great opening song. Heaven's on fire. I listen to because I, I whether we've overheard it a hundred times, it's still a good song. Um, burn, bitch, burn is terrible. I always thought it was a weak song. Like yeah. it's, it's just horrendous. So that that needs a skip. 
Um, get all you can. Get all you can take is not bad. It's it's okay. not his strongest song, but it's it's still a lot better than Burn Vich Burn. So I'll 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 play that. Uh, Lonely is the Hunter is again another one of these like I just need to get something on the album, so I'm just gonna throw this on here. So uh, that's a definite skip. Uh, Under the Gun is pretty good. It's you know. To, that one seems a little forced to me. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's trying to make a, a really fast, upbeat song to keep with the current trend. But again, yeah. you know, even a half decent Paul song is still better than you know a half decent Gene song. So I'll have to go with uh, a play on that. Thrills in the Night, I actually always thought was a pretty good song. Um, I always wish that they would have released that video that they made where they talked about you know them in characters playing you know yeah. doing like a kind of scripted thing. But maybe one day that'll come out. But I, I like I like Thrills in the Night. I, I think that it, it's a definite mm-hmm. play. And then the uh, the last two like While the City Sleeps and Murder in High Heels are just ugh, like. I understand why Paul was pissed off at this point with Gene because, you know, asking for co-production credit on this yeah. record and, and and giving those songs there and saying that this is his material for the record, he didn't deserve any kind of credit at all. So I say skip on those last two. It's almost okay. the same. You skipped all the Gene songs and you played all the Paul songs. But that's uh-huh. what, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Um. All right, so for me on on this album, um, yeah, I've had enough into the fire. Great song, Heaven's on Fire, of course. Uh, I I like Burn Bitch Burn. I've always liked Burn Bitch Burn, <laughs> even though it's you know the lyrics and the the you know hoo 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 part is kind of corny or goofy, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but otherwise I like. I think it's a great riff. I mean, it's it's a cool song, you know, music music wise, I guess. Yeah. Um, Loneliest of Hunter actually always kind of liked that song. Um, I believe that's the first uh, uh, Bruce Kulick uh, solo yeah. on, on it that appeared. He appeared uh, on, the, on the album there. Um, Thrills in the Night, always loved that one. Always loved that one. Get All You Can Take, I thought. Under Gun, I. That's that's one maybe I would skip. I mean I I agree with Mark though about you know yeah he's trying to follow a trend there, and I was just too much of a reach. Um, he did, did that with a couple songs in the eighties in the early eighties. It may have been the other one off of Lick It Up or I think it was yeah. Lick It Up or or Asylum or whatever. But he did the same kind of thing. It was like no, just stick to your you know your give me more your stuff that you normally do. Um, so while the city sleeps and murder and high heels, um, I like one of them a little bit, uh, more than the other. Um, I, I probably skipped just one of them. I can't remember which one I don't like anymore. <laughs> That's how memorable, I <laughs> they're, guess. They're they not good. Yeah. But, but my, uh, on your, on your thing about, you know, yeah, Gene wasn't doing enough, uh, for that time period. Um, though, if you listen to the vault, songs on the vault he had material that he had written that is better than you know way light years better than those two songs uh i i feel that paul was so pissed at gene for neglecting kiss that he purposely picked (laughs) the the you know the the lesser quality songs of gene's just to you know on purpose to give it to him you're telling me that you honestly think that he would have picked songs that were shittier 
that would have made the I album think Paul worse. would rather have his songs be better on a Kiss album than Gene's. You, do you know? Do you know how daring that is from a from a from a like from a strictly sales end of eh. things that is because that's why if you he think put about those it, two at the end of the album why okay you but think, think, but think about it that was their that was their first platinum album in years okay so they didn't oh, know I it was agree. gonna they didn't know yeah. it was gonna do good so they so you're telling me he took a chance to put on shit songs just to make that's himself I, look I to make him look it. better in <laughs> risk of because i mean if he would have said gene give me your really good songs and hopes of making this an even better song no we we're gonna give you take your shit ones because i hate you gene well there are better songs so or either you know, that or, or paul's like like these songs better than some of those other songs which i think are are much better than those two songs so yeah. i i i think it i think he was sticking it to him i don't think gene possible. was there so he said oh i'm just gonna give throw this one and we'll just do this one and you know <laughs> it's like yeah gene this is a great song this is like this is gonna be a hit murder in high heels uh so so i i i know i know it's maybe maybe i'm Stretch. wrong but i just feel that it's a it's a definite possibility at least during this album that he <laughs> took the couple of uh boner songs or whatever you want to call them <laughs> yeah, and threw them on the end there of Gene's songs. But anyway. You, well, you never right. know. You never know. You never you know. know. The, the fact of the matter is Kiss have never been known for making great decisions. Yeah. Well, if you read the book, his book. Just said earlier what Oh, yeah, I read his book. He's, he's not, he was not happy. He very... I mean, I was, he was not happy I was, with Gene. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. He, he, he said that he was really uh, not talking to Gene in 1994. I didn't know they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Early so, 90s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so in 94, he, he just hated Gene. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. That, so that was kind of new information. Otherwise, you did you made a good decision not to read the book, I can say. <laughs> It wasn't one of his. the the other, The biography is much better. The first one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree, definitely. Um, so, anything else, or do, or do we want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up here. All right. Okay. All right. Well. I can go and watch the uh, Hot in the Shade show. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah, we we need to catch that Hot in the yeah. Shade. Uh, well, hopefully, but, you know, else is out there uh, checking that out. Yeah. Same time. So, all right. Well, for you know, for you guys who have Symphony, you may have bought it or or not. Or I mean, what do you what do you think about the Kiss Symphony and what are the high points and low points of that? Uh, should have should Kiss have even done you know done that with the Symphony? You know, or not? Um, and then on the other topics uh, that we came across like you know the animalize uh, you know listen to or skip that sort of thing um and the other couple topics we talked about um give us your feedback put it on the board and you know we'll we'll check it out and you can catch us again on youtube and what's the other ones mark uh, apple yeah. speaker youtube right obviously google uh, yeah you know all, all of them, all of them. I think we're it's just about everything you could be uh, on. You, yeah, I think we're on every pockets. possible platform. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I can't remember them all. There's too many. So, 
So again, so for for Mark, Daniel, and myself, thank you, and we'll see, see you ya. next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.